0: you take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste you get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face you take some kaiju media some assholes and a mic you get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life so come watch godzilla with podzilla king of the casters with NBN brandon and jasper who's a dog his face is just
1: so weird i'm sorry i'm trying to get used to his face (laughs) but adult
0: amon's face is just so weird to me, it feels a lot like that one Twitter post that was going around. It was like around episode two of House of the Dragon, where it's it's uh, you know, Wait. it's it's Damon and like a whole thing. He has no eyebrows and stuff, and they're like, I'm just supposed to look at this guy <laughs> every week. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Amon has Aem- supplanted that role. Amon is here to to take the heat off Matt Smith's weird face. Exactly, with his own <laughs> unique weird face. Yeah. Hi, folks. Uh, today we're talking about House of the Dragon episodes 8 through 10. We're, we're full spoilers for those episodes and full spoilers for the entirety of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, full spoilers for anything that is not
0: the books
1: uh, yeah, currently.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, episodes 8, 9, and 10. So, what are your overall thoughts about these three compared to the other yeah. ones that we're one saying?
1: it's very interesting because I mean I've been saying all throughout this that like I'm very drawn to the differences between this between Mm -hmm. this and how Game of Thrones was presented to us yeah very interesting to me and you know it is interesting in the fact that Game of Thrones very famously very rigidly until the last two seasons where they didn't have as many episodes Followed a formula of episode 9's the big one, episode 10 is kind of a wrap-up, get everyone in place for the next season. Yeah. Uh, and this is not so much that. Uh, this definitely, it's, I'd say actually, because episode 9 and 10 work in tandem with each other, they're Mm -hmm. two different halves of the cast except for
0: Rhaenyra's. Yeah, Rhaenys and Aimon Yeah, are, like, the, I think the only two that show up in both.
1: Yeah, uh, but... And
0: Eric! And Eric.
1: Oh, and Otto.
0: Yeah, Otto shows up, too. But, yeah, so, like... But it's majority one side of this conflict in the or the other side.
1: Yeah, and... So? So it's... And I'd say episode eight is really the climax episode.
0: That was what I was gonna say as yeah. a theory thing is that I think that in yeah. lieu of a traditional like oh episode nine is the yeah is this is this big huge this is going to be majorly significant and then ten is the epilogue for it yeah and more things happen you know not as much happens afterwards I yeah. think this epi- I think with this season episode eight was that huge thing where oh yeah. Viserys is dead now at the end of this episode that yeah. is a huge thing. And then nine and ten are kind of like you said, like they're splitting off from that. It's like, how does Renira's side handle this? How does Allison's side handle this?
1: Yeah, and I think it's very pointed in that in that cad duet in that both episodes end, I believe, with close-ups of the two female leads' faces. I know for a fact because we just watched it. That's how Mm -hmm. this episode ends, and I remember a at least if not the final shot, like a couple of shots from the end. Yeah, an where it's... A- a- close a- up. An Allison close-up like that. Uh, but... Yeah. Bran is fact-checking me right now, I believe.
0: Oh, no, I'm just curious if, yeah. that's, if that is the last that's shot. Less last one's the drag... But there is a close-up of... Yeah, right there. Yeah, Boom. see? Yeah. Yeah, so... So we have these big close-ups of, like, the two big main... Like, yeah, uh,
1: it's... Uh, and... Rhaenyra's is a longer because it's a lot of acting going on there. It's like a one-er that starts from one end of the room, and just keeps slowly zooming in across as yeah. she takes in the news of her son's death, and like and it, oh, it's good. It's, it's very a good fucking see, The thing is, I feel bad for Emma Darcy in that I think because of the weirdness of season one, mm-hmm. it not the weirdness of. The casting uh, of season one, <laughs> I think, uh, in which you know half of the season she's played yeah, by a different else. actress. I don't think she gets an Emmy nomination for this season because of, because I don't think the Emmys are gonna know how to handle that.
0: Uh, yeah. But season two is fair game, but, though. Yeah, but she's
1: putting some fucking
0: excellent work, <laughs> in yeah,
1: as is Olivia Cook. Even though
0: I hate Allison oh so 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 much. Yeah, the, my goodness. So, with my overall th- impressions of these episodes are, these three are my three favorites of the okay. season, more or less. Yeah. We'll get. We're getting to our top. We'll get to our top ten at the end of the episode of the ranking the season. Our top ten episodes it's of this of ten, ten episode episodes. season. <laughs> Top eleven?
1: <laughs>
0: what's eleven? Because we like to go one step further. <laughs> further. <laughs> Number eleven is the trailer that is on the page. <laughs> God. But um, the whole the whole thing for me is that I'm like, oh man, this is a great end of the season thing. I am interested in this. These last three episodes are when some of the book changes were a bigger thing than the previous thing. Okay. and uh, yeah, I'd be very we'll get into those When they come up. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Kristen Cole is much more homophobic. <laughs> really. In the book version. Wait, really? Yeah. This is. We'll get there. This when we is get there. woke Kristen Cole. <laughs> this is this is diet Kristen Cole. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay,
1: Kristen I have an Cole. exact
0: fucking quote <laughs> that's gonna blow your mind when we get there. But, is that um, what
1: you were looking through the book for?
0: It was one of them. Oh, God. I wrote it down the day before. I was like, "I'm interested in this." Okay. But I think these three episodes are a great way to end the season. I am sad that it's going to probably be 2024 when this comes back. Really? Cause, yeah. Like George R. R. Is also was already like, "This is probably going to be like early 2024 at this point." Okay. With how long they have to do things, which makes sense because now the show is going from just being that little area it's going to be the whole of Westeros now. Like this is the expansion that's going to happen. Uh-huh. So I do hope that it um so I think the good thing is that they are not going to huge time jumps for me. There's yeah. not like 30 we're, years or something. We're
1: like. with the cast now. It's more or less, yeah. We're not it's not going to be the crown. Olivia we're, we're not going to see a third generation of these actors.
0: <laughs> Hi. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I th- yeah, these three are my, my favorite ones yeah. of it. So I think getting into what that dragon do, we got a few more dragons that show up in this. Uh, yeah. Vagar's still around. He's still kicking. Um, you have Meraxes, who's Rainys' dragon, yeah. who's like red and spiky. I've got like a medium-sized dragon. Bigger than a Syrax, probably around Caraxes' size. And she's beneath some boards. She is beneath some boards. You could say she's a beast beneath those. Yes. So she's doing, we is doing her thing. Uh, we see, like, one shot of Vermithor in the finale. <laughs> Creepy yeah. looking fucking one. And then we have a uh, sweet baby Rx. <laughs> Too long for this world. <laughs> yeah. That poor little guy. <laughs> I'm like, no! Yeah.
1: This is so sad. But most importantly, not a dragon, but most importantly... <laughs> mm-hmm. Sir Grover,
0: Lord Grover, Lord Grover is fickle. He needs to know the strength of our armies. We've got, we've got the Muppets finally. They're coming in. I
1: really, I really hope, I hope beyond hope, yeah, that they just cast the actual Muppets. <laughs> Sir HBO Kermit. already does Sesame Street Grover is the main <laughs> character of Sesame Street well he wasn't until Elmo came the <laughs> usurping bitch but <laughs> <laughs> Elmo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Elmo thinks the house of the dragon is divided unto itself <laughs> thank god oh, but, okay. come on Kermit let's burn the riverlands <laughs> <God>. it, <laughs> there's a Elmo thinks <laughs> <laughs> burn the riverlands Elmo <laughs> yeah Seize them to the ground. Oh god. Alright, um so, yeah, so the dragons show up there. Yeah, it's RX. We get a couple shots of Geserus's dragon, but not really ele- relevant this season. Yeah. But we get some more dragon stuff. And they do things. They mm-hmm. they go through some boards, they uh yeah. old old Nanny Vagar has a little yeah. has a little ward war tick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we need to unpack that final
0: moment. But,
1: oh, we have so long till we get to that
0: final moment. But, ah! (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there when we get there. There's a lot of uh, stuff that happens these last few episodes. So, going through it, like, we'll... I have book stuff that will... When the plot point comes up, I'll bring it up about it. So, we'll start with episode eight is The Lord of the Tides. And the preface is it's, I think, six years... After the last episode.
1: And Lord Corliss, uh, pretty much right after his gay son died, uh, he... Went off to sea. Yeah, once he thought his gay son died, he was like,
0: Oh, time for war, baby! So he went back to the war in the Stepstones, and he's like grievously wounded. So now the issue comes up, okay, who's going to replace him? Yeah, this is
1: very pressing for his succession. And he has someone in place... But no one else likes that choice.
0: Yeah, no one else likes Lyceris because yeah. they're like he's not he doesn't look like a Valerian. Yeah, he's a blah blah blah. blah. So Vaymond, Corliss's brother brings that up. Yeah. I love that opening where it's uh, he goes to Rainey's and he's like, listen, you know, like we know who Lyceris is and like yeah. I'm gonna challenge the claim and become the new person. because yeah. I'm a true Valerian. Yeah. And then Rainies is like, but a king sits the throne, and he's done this. And he's like, it's not a king who sits the throne, it's a queen. Boom! And then we get to King's Landing. I've got to have so many war crime vagar jokes when we get there. Yeah, okay, so. Visenya, this doesn't taste Dornish! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna invade the. Are we gonna finally conquer Dorn, Visenya? <laughs> Whoops! My little tick. <laughs> oh God. So. Yes. Yeah. So. So, um... uh, so
1: yeah. But yeah, there. So the question of who the Lord of the Tide should be is being petitioned. And...
0: I, I fucking love this episode. You do. I love yeah. that this microcosm yeah. is the like it becomes a big deal because it's yeah. like a, it's a it's like a domino effect. If it's like yeah. okay. If Laceris is not made heir anymore, yeah. more apparent that he's a you know a bastard yada yada yada, yeah. and that could domino to Rhaenyra losing it. Yeah, and like, so it's like if it, this itself matters a good amount, like in the future, but yeah. for now it's like this could be way worse.
1: Yeah, like my impression is that Rhaenyra, I mean, she cares, but she doesn't super care about the about. Uh, <laughs> The mm-hmm. the be who's the prince of tides, mm-hmm. but she does care about the implications upon uh, her own heir. Exactly. And again, this. I mentioned this to you while we were watching. Mm-hmm. But I, and this is not a flaw with the show. I made it clear mm-hmm. when I was talking to you. It's a character. It's a flaw of characters that is interesting. It doesn't matter anymore that she has that she has bastard children. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what way you cut it, she has legitimate heirs now. Like yeah, she has Viserys and Aegon. Like this, if you if this want to happen, like a generation
0: from now, when it's like, oh look, uh, who's gonna be king? Is it gonna be yeah Viserys, who's the trueborn with the silver hair and everything, or is it gonna be Jaehaerys, who's older?
1: Yeah, then that. But like. It just, but people just... I don't, yeah, uh, I, I think it's just... Also, I'm pretty sure uh, that her her bastard children are not long for this world. We're already <laughs> 33% of the way there, baby! Uh,
0: <laughs> good. So what's going on is that we see that uh, Damon finds a clutch of eggs, and he's like, yay, because him and Rhaenyra have been chilling on Dragonstone for these six years. Yeah. But then they get a call about that, and they get the they get a raven that's like, "Yo, Vaymond is gonna challenge the Cersei's claim. Yeah. You gotta come to King's Landing." Yeah. So I think that's the really interesting thing is you you can tell when they get to King's Landing, nobody wants them. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody comes out to greet them. Yeah. Uh, nobody comes out to greet them. They go along to the Red Keep. All the dragon skulls are gone. It's all like seven pointed star stuff. Yeah. And they. F- God, it's so fucking sad yeah. when they find Viserys. Yeah. And he's just being, like, just... Uh, what's the, the wording I'm thinking of? It's like a hospice situation. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like they just keep giving him, like, drugs to keep him sleeping.
1: Yeah, and... So, one of the interesting things here is that... And this is a growing... This... I don't know. It came out of nowhere for me, but it makes a lot of sense go, uh, looking back. Allison's newfound after the time jump religiosity. Yeah, is, I noticed that. I mean, it cuz she's replaced it all with imagery of the Seven. She has a giant the Seven star necklace. Oh, yeah. She found her faith after. It's, like the interesting thing there is like the imagery is pretty like especially with the necklace mm-hmm. seems to evoke Judaism but generally, the construct of the seven has always Catholic- struck me more Catholic as yeah, part. like because they've got a high sparrow as the pope. But
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think it's Catholicism. I think it's just, yeah. you know, I, Judaism's what five pointed star.
1: Yeah, uh, six pointed or sorry, six yeah, yeah, six star of David. Two two triangles. Yeah, yeah, two of those. <laughs> That's how I try so with. I
0: think I think it's just. I think it's probably because often you hear more about just the wording of the seven than you see the big star around the things. Yeah. So I think with that in mind. But yeah, it, it's definitely Catholicism.
1: But yeah, she's like super into the seven all of a sudden and like just r- real religious about it, which...
0: The seven will guide our path in this uneasy time. So it's it's like your your stepmom found god yeah. <laughs> after doing something terrible. Yeah. God will She's forgive gonna
1: her. do a lot. Oh uh, God, we <laughs> she... have to talk about this scene.
0: Oh, oh, fuck that scene. Oh, we'll we'll I... get there. We'll get there. I, I just yeah. want to bring up first, Viserys. Uh, like when Damon and and Rhaenyra go into Viserys' like hospice room, mm-hmm. it, you can tell he, he, you know, he's pretty much neglected. It's like they just keep giving him milk at the poppy. Mm-hmm. Like his whole like um, his wonderful Valyria miniature set full of cobwebs haven't been touched in years yeah like nobody's really there like no like he has no like a nurse or (laughs) a handmaid of nothing yeah it's like oh my god like they're just kind of it looks like they're just kind of waiting for him to die (laughs) yeah like it's fucked so Rhaenyra is like you know horrified by this like oh my god father like what's going on
1: question here
0: yeah would
1: euthanasia in this situation would that count as regicide? like cause like I feel like it always, at that point it's like she should probably just put a pillow over it my dudes
0: <laughs> but... struck down in the height of his life full of vigor <laughs> <Damon was> so... <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> but uh... Masserus is fucking withered. He's missing yeah. an arm. He has half a face. Yeah. I, I think what I think what it could be is that. That'd be hard because he maybe he could ask the maester, "Oh, brew a poison for me or something," and he takes it. But then, I don't think he could publicly be like, "Hey, folks, I'm about to kill myself." So like he would secretly take it. <laughs> <laughs> he would secretly How take.
1: Pay hey, B-I-D-O, everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Could he even drink a poison? Like, wouldn't it just, like, out of, out of his cheek hole? He drinks
0: milk in the poppy somehow.
1: <laughs> That's why he, li- he lies like this. <laughs>
0: he lies normal side down uh, so, it doesn't, so it doesn't pour out of the face God. hole. But, like, even if he did yeah. that, and then, like, it would be secrecy. And then after he was died, they might be like, Oh, my God, he had poison in his system. Ah! Yeah. All that stuff. So, poor, poor uh, I mean, I get... I
1: think a heavy implication is at least that Otto is very heavily trying to keep... Just drag his life out so they do not
0: yet have to press on... So they Yeah, with Aegon's claim. Yeah. They want to, like, push him. They want to keep him going as long as possible. Yeah. Because the interesting thing is the longer it takes for Viserys to die, yeah. the stronger Aegon's claim is. Uh-huh. Because by the time that Viserys dies in the end of this episode and in yeah. episode nine, they're like, it's been 20 years. Yeah. Like, a lot of people who swore Earth to Rhaenyra are dead. Yeah. So I think I think that's a, like, a good interpretation of that is yeah. like, maybe he won't actually say it, but he's keeping him going. Yeah. So it's fucked. So what I thought was interesting in this scene is that Originally, Damon seems very dismissive. Here's his brother, like almost dying on his deadbed, bed, like fucking withering away. Yeah. And Rhaenyra's like, "Oh my god, how could they do this to you? You're trying to help." And then Damon's like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. "Yeah." So Daemon's good. to challenge succession. You have to, you have to keep going for Lucerys. Yeah. You have to keep going, like, like he's just, like, I'm gonna say this yeah. and then I'm leaving. Yeah. So I don't know if some how much of that is he hates seeing his brother that way. How much of it is he just doesn't want to deal think with that- it?
1: I think as we. I think this. These final three episodes are where we actually get a good pin on who Damon is as a character. Yeah. Like, I think besides just mustache, mustache twirling,
0: sexy man who. It really depends if you find him sexy or not. <laughs> exactly. Uh. So he that's going on, and they, you know, they ask Allison afterwards, like, oh my god, like, you're in a milk of the poppy, you're drugging him, yeah. all this stuff. And then we get the really uncomfortable scene. Yeah, okay, I'll talk about this one. Uh, so, so we, leading up to this episode, we knew Aegon had, was not a good guy.
1: We knew he was,
0: he was at least a Losario. Yeah, at least a sleaze ball, Like, I want to chase after these maids or something.
1: So, Alicent has a serving maid uh, in her chamber alone, and... Serving maid is crying and in just inconsolable, and she she explains that Prince Aegon raped her, and Alicent manipulates the woman into keeping quiet
0: Mm -hmm. and drinking moon tea. Yes, but
1: you know a forced abortion and oh, uh, by you know, telling her that no one will believe her and think she's just a slut, and
0: yeah, it's, it's really it's, fucked. It, it's yeah. one of it's. I think it's high up there in the most uncomfortable scenes of the whole show.
1: It is on like I don't think Cersei ever did anything that evil. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, not that. Okay. Well. No, so there's a there's a scale. There's a, like Cersei yeah. cartoonish evil. Like um, I, a mass killing is. De- <laughs> it's okay. So this is a um, lot
0: more personal. It's like a it's lot, more hand like. There's just. It's like enabling. It's like I'm gonna cover it, for my son who's a rapist. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm not. Oh, don't worry. I'm not gonna do anything to yeah. you. But if you say the things, people talk. Yeah, it's... It, it's like, it's, it felt too real. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like, a thing where there's this, there's this ability
1: for disconnect. Like, most of us do not know someone who blew up a church to kill all of their political rivals. Maybe some of us do. I don't know all of our listeners. <laughs> what but, interesting lives you must lead. But the sad fact is that whether you're aware of it or not, you probably know someone who has been raped so that's a lot more serious of a thing that really hits home for a lot of people uh it's it's a bad bad thing uh i i wish i could say something that sounds smarter about it uh but it's uh, there's nothing smarter to say uh Uh, it's, it's just it's a horrific thing that happens to way more people than you think, and, yeah, it's a very uh, uncomfortable scene, and I thought it was very well done, uh, personally, I, I wouldn't be opposed to hearing from others who thought it wasn't well done, I know that the show has been getting some fire for use of sexual assault within it, which, I think this, I, that's the only scene I remember from the entire season that really uses like, sexual assault
0: but, I think about it, I, I don't remember there being other things. I think there's, like, that comment from Helena about, like, oh, when my brother, you know, oh, when he gets stuck, Yeah,
1: the Helena thing. thing is also very like uh-oh. uncomfortable. But, yeah, yeah but so... I think... I think it's a very tastefully done scene. Mm-hmm. Aegon is just... He's, like, such a goofball of a evil character. Yeah. that like it's, It feels weird. I don't know if it feels weird tonally to... To me, I need to sit with this more. I need to see where they go with Aegon. For now, I think it was a very tastefully and well done scene. I would very, I would understand others who felt differently, though.
0: Exactly. So I think that that was the scene that really changed. Exactly, like changed uh, how people view view Aegon. It yeah. goes from like, oh, this guy is like kind of a weird sleaze, yeah. male slut. We we were you know, able to make a offer. lot of
1: jokes at his at, about him last yeah. episode. And now it's like, I oh, don't feel I don't. Like, I'm not
0: touching that part at least. Yeah, uh, like I think I think it's it is an interesting. I'll bring it up. It's an interesting change from the books. In the books, Aegon, there's. Not really much mention of anything like this from Aegon in the okay. books. There is one thing that Mushroom brings up about how, when they find him in the next episode, he was uh, getting something from a very underage girl. As something that was brought up. God, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At like like twelve years old. Like oh god, uh, like that's uh, terrible. Ugh, gross. Well, um, so I think that this is a this is an addition that I think is a very. Yeah, exactly. I think you put it your best... Oh, God. But I think it's... It's interesting to me that that idea of who Aegon is as a character because he's the one who's on... He's the king of the greens. And I think what's interesting is when George wrote Fire and Blood, right? When he wrote it, he was... He wanted... It's funny. He was... Um, he wanted to try to have kind of this... Because, you know, in the original Game of Thrones things, not too many people are like, yeah, Tywin, yay! Yeah. In the original book. So I think that in this, Fireblood, the Greens, and the Blacks was kind of like this, oh, you can kind of see both sides more as mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. And despite, and it's interesting because a lot of decisions they make in House of the Dragon compared to Fireblood yeah. make the Greens look better. <laughs> yeah. In the original, uh, in the book, Allison is literally the evil stepmother. <laughs> Ah. like very like not much layers like she is like conniving and evil and like seems like auto side all the time so I think it's so Allison it's a, is more
1: three dimensional on this than a she, lot more yeah okay
0: so I think that decision to make Aegon have this fuck it up thing hap, thing he does yeah I think that is an, a, it's it goes against the other choices to make the greens more yeah like that yeah so I think that was the weird thing for me I'm like Okay, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm not gonna go touch around it, but I'm just saying, like, I'm interested to see where they try to go with it, because I know from what I'm seeing at least, vast majority of people are team black.
1: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm team black. Well, yeah, yeah, like
0: like team. I, the only people I see that really are more team green are people just like Amond. He's like, "Ooh, Aemon's a hot boy." Or like, he's
1: not. He <laughs> looks like a wax museum figure got was left in a hundred degree heat.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if, because I know that both sides are gonna do really fucked up things in next, yeah, you know, future seasons. I wonder if they're going, but you you can't undo that with Aegon. Like, yeah. that is a boom 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 thing in your head, like. Yeah. Let me ask you, when reading, were you team green or black? Oh, definitely black. Okay. But it's interesting, because the book is written as pro-green. <laughs> oh. Where they're like, oh, the slut Rhaenyra. Like, some of the macers say that a few times and everything. Because yeah. they're like, oh, how dare you have bastard children.
1: So, Rhaenyra just wants to get some hot pipe from, like, a bunch of different hot men. <laughs> some she's related
0: to. But, uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, moving on from all that... Um, The next thing that we're getting is that the, yeah, so what's going on after this is we get a shot of, of, um, Viserys, like, being, like, kind of patched up, and he's like, Otto, I want to have supper. You know, Otto's like, oh, well, like, like, you know, like, oh, grandma, like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's the morning, and he's like, no, I want a dinner with all my family, Yeah, because as far as he knows, it's it's the last time they're all going to be here, Yeah, you know? So, and uh, and he doesn't get milk with the poppy. That's an important fact. Yeah. He's, he's about to be handed the, you know... I'll the take dry
1: milk poppy list, thank you very much. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's straight from the cow, if you will. <laughs> straight from the cow. So he's doing... So Viserys is trying his best now to, like, okay, I need to, like, be the... Not be clouded mind. Yeah. I need to step up for this. So then we're getting to, like, the actual big courtroom scene.
1: Yeah, and it... So... It starts, but then it's inter with a uh, auto presiding over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very boilerplate. Uh, Valeria you know. Everyone's like, I've got a- this. Is why I should have it, and like, he's like,
0: I'm the true born.
1: Still insinuating though, like no one's outright in open air addressing the bastard question. Yeah,
0: uh, but Vaman's like, oh, you know, I. He's not saying. They're not Valyrian blood. He's like, I am true Valyrian blood. Yes, and I'm doing that, and it looks like things are against Rhaenyra, like yeah, because Otto and you know. Oh, All-
1: Rhaenyra is also convinced that uh, Rannis came, uh, exclusive- oh, Rannis Rhaenys, Rhaenys came us exclusively. Rhaenys came exclusively to advocate for herself.
0: Yes, which
1: Rhaenys had you know earlier in the episode, uh, she had while in conversation, indicated as much that she, you know, why is she not being considered? She's held this seat for six
0: years now. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. And they're like, oh, you're just warming the throne for him. Yeah. So as these things are going on, I, I can, for me, up until when Viserys makes his grand entrance, I'm like, this is not going well for Rhaenyra. Like, then, if things went the way that yeah. the Greens wanted to, Otto... Lucerys would yeah. be out. Yeah. And then right at that moment where Rhaenyra has to defend herself, pfft, the door's open. And our shambling man. <laughs> Coming man. up to the throne.
1: Yeah. He, King how, Viserys how, House
0: Targaryen. How old is Viserys supposed to be? Here? He's supposed to be like 50, max. Okay. Like, apparently he's supposed to have leprosy.
1: Ah, that makes sense. Like,
0: just falling apart. Yeah. So like, King Viserys of House Targaryen! And he's like hobbling his way over. Yeah. And like, there was one tweet I saw. This is, I think this is, he's probably top three favorite in the whole show for me, is yeah. Viserys getting to the throne.
1: Yeah, it's a great scene. The
0: pathos of it.
1: Yeah, oh God, it's like, so quiet. And...
0: The music swells as he's just it, trying his best to get to that and throne. And it's
1: playing like, it's the game the score becomes very lord of the rings-esque yeah
0: it's apparently it's uh it's a re-orchestration of the king's uh arrival theme from game of thrones season one and i'm like oh shit so oh my god i fucking love this this scene but yeah so he drops
1: the so he refuses help from the king's guard then he drops the the, throne, the crown drops from his
0: head. Well he goes to Otto and he says, I will sit the throne today and we're like, Yes! <laughs> yes. And he like she, cause he mind, I I mentioned it in the first episode. Since yeah. episode two or three, I think, he has not sat the throne. He yeah. has not done it, and he's like, I'm gonna sit the throne today. Yeah. So he's hobbling his way up the steps and halfway through, he drops his crown off his head.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he he thinks it's a King's Guard helping him again. He's like, Oh no, and then it's Damon. David picks. You can finish Damon that.
1: Damon gingerly helps him to the throne, and then, with reverence, puts mm-hmm. the throne upon the crown. The crown upon. upon, his upon his head. His. He does not put the throne upon <laughs> his head.
0: Here comes Dude! Here comes Dude With the, the metal me- chair, <laughs> with the iron throne. <laughs> yeah. God. So he he you know puts the crown upon his head. Apparently, yeah. that was a, uh, that was what's that called? An ad lib. Ah. That moment. Like, Viserys' crown wasn't supposed to fall off, yeah. but they kept going, and then Damon yeah. t- got the crown and put it on his head.
1: And I'm like, oh, that's
0: so fucking good.
1: Yeah, God, it, it's like... Oh, so like... They, on accident, made <laughs> Damon a thousand times more interesting?
0: I think so, yeah. Because
1: it's the... Like, that's a moment where you see that, oh, his motive... His... What he's done before regarding his brother's rule mm-hmm. has not been a
0: self-interested move like it's felt. He's been he's not been at the best of it, but he's been trying to help his brother. Yeah, he's
1: been he you it from the beginning
0: in episode 1 he's yeah. like the audit the high towers are going to eat you dry. Yeah, They're going to eat you dry.
1: He has an actual reverence for his brother's position.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's cuz like I don't know when it feels cuz like earlier when we get the scene where he shows up to the ki- to the castle in a crown and he gives it up it feels like a ploy at the time. Mm-hmm. But no, he just really does have a reverence for his brother's yeah. position. I think
0: Damon is yeah. one of the most interesting characters in the whole show. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like trying to feel him out, and you can't quite pin him down all the way. Yeah. What like, he's going to do.
1: You think he's going to be bad guy, McBad guy, and in a lot of ways, he is, in fact, <laughs> bad guy, McBad
0: guy. But sometimes, sometimes, no. Yeah. So I want to bring up there was this one tweet I saw the day after this episode came out. Mm-hmm. from I think some shitpost account yeah. where it was like none of the things that happened in the Rings of Power or any of the dragons so far in House of the Dragon had the pathos of a, an old man just wanting to sit in his damn chair yeah. <laughs> and I'm like it's true yeah. it's true yeah. like goddamn, that's this scene ugh! so he, yeah. he gets on the throne of Viserys and he's like hey everybody I am confused I thought succession. The succession has been already decided by Corlys. Yeah. We already knew this. Why are we even here? So he's like, the only person that would know this is Rene, is Raines. Let her speak. Yeah. And Raines comes up and is like, hey, yeah, Corliss, we're gonna keep with Luceris, and Luceris and Gisaros are marrying my two granddaughters. Yeah. Boom, we're set. So yeah. then <laughs> then Raymond is pissed. Yeah,
1: and he starts just like, and Damon's kind of taunting him into it like because he, <laughs> he keeps euphemizing and yeah. Damon just like is staring at him and says, "Do it like prompting him to actually say what he means. Oh, there's
0: this one moment where I think Vemond knows he's dead, but he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> yeah. where he's like he has this little smile he's like she is. Her children are oh. bastards just screaming
1: yes. it. And she it's is a, a whore. <laughs> and so, and I've been waiting for this because I saw this gif on Twitter on accident. And it, it was so quick that at first I had thought, oh my god, did I just see Cordless's death? <laughs> Cause all I saw was a guy with white dreads yeah, getting his head lopped shot. off, and you're like, no! But it's just, and it's cartoonish, cause the dreads kind, and I, I realized when I saw it on an actual TV instead of like on a small GIF, it's <laughs> yeah. not that they float in the air for a second oh, yeah, and then fall down. Off.
0: They just they cut off and they land on his shoulders before shaking off. Yeah, cause like Valerian steel is sharp. shit. Yeah. So that was ex- so, you know Damon. David- you know, Viserys pulls out a knife. He's like, "Oh, how dare ya, And then Damon just slices his head right off in half. Yeah. So it's like, whoa, Valyrian steel is sharp shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a definitive loss for the black, for the greens. Yes. Lucerys is still high tide. Air to high tide. bada bing. So look at that. And then, we get the. Uh... Oh, the, the awkward Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, so the Awkward Thanksgiving actually starts really nice, because, so, well, he get, uh, Viserys gives a very impassioned speech about how everyone
0: who he cares about in the world is in that room right now. Yeah, and he's like, I'm your, you know, I'm your father, your brother, your grandfather. Like, I'm like, oh, that's the Emmy speech. Yeah, and... There it is.
1: He takes his mask off, and we see the extent of his damage, and he's like... It's like a skull
0: half. Yeah, and... He's like, I will not, I will not be along with you much longer.
1: Yeah, and please, for my sake, make
0: amends. Yeah.
1: And it actually works on uh, Alicent and Rhaenyra.
0: That's the saddest part. Is it's yeah. like it's it worked first. Yeah. But the because the children were raised in this environment. Yeah. It's all they know.
1: Yeah. It like like they. Like, they're legitimately moved and they make speeches about how much they mean to each other and they have a very charged gay moment where, like, they're looking at each other and it's like,
0: something of They kiss in front of everybody. Everybody high up. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Oh my god, the wedding nobody expected for Nira and Allison will reunite the houses. <laughs> yes. But, so, yeah, so then... Damon's, Damon's an ally. He understands. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so then we get, uh, but then... God, there's this beautiful fucking shot. It's after everyone's getting along, and it's... You see, like, between everybody, Viserys. Yeah. And it's... Oh, it's so sad looking back, because it's, like... It's, like, he feels like he did it. Yeah. It's, like, he's, like, looks happy, and he's, like, Oh, my God, like, yeah. this is all I ever wanted. Like, seeing my family get, like, you know, Jaceris and Helena are dancing yeah. together. Yeah. And it's, like, he's happy... And then it suddenly it's like all oh, the pain comes in. And Damon oh, is the, the first ba- one. We others. do get
1: the very awkward line from Helena about the betrothal in which yeah she says uh,
0: like, Aegon continues being a fuck. Yeah, um,
1: she's like, it's not so bad being married unless he comes home unless he comes home
0: drunk. Which yeah, it's like, like oh god. Ugh. So with uh, yeah, yikes, yikes, yikes! But
1: but uh, yeah, so. Because we haven't explicitly said this, but Helena and Aegon are married. Now. Yeah, they're married. Their, yeah.
0: Mother, their, their brother, their sibling, why? The sibling uh, yeah. spouses.
1: Yeah, and... Cool.
0: know Then... Yeah. They have two kids.
1: Yeah, so then what happens is...
0: Uh, Viserys gets carted off because he's, he's too much he, pain.
1: Yeah, and then... and Everything falls to shit. At that point, Aegon... Uh, uh, no, 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 it's Amon. Amon gives Aemon. a good speech. Yeah, Eamon decides strong voice. Yeah, Amon gives like a little shit speech, which seems at odds with who Amon was before to before this time jump to me. I mean, Amon was shitty and bad as a kid, but he also he wasn't like he didn't seem like a taunter to me. He didn't seem like when he was beating up the kids, he called them bastards. Yeah, but he was beating up the kids. That, that's the most important part. He was beating the shit out of them. But yeah, he's he's definitely grown more egotistical. Yeah. He was far more matter-of-fact in his evilness before, but he is more like... Uh, he, he's a teenager. He's an egotistical te- teenager who happens to own uh, the nuclear weapons, essentially. <laughs> it's like, imagine that kid uh, from your high school for
0: were given the access to nukes <laughs> how do you think you'd handle it yeah. with grace I'm sure uh, will not blow up the McDonald's because they're out of mcribs or something yeah. but <laughs> so but yeah so he get
1: he gives like a, a speech that like slyly quote unquote calls uh, calls the <laughs> <coughs> Jace and uh Luke bastards. Uh Jace punches him, I think.
0: Yeah, he goes bang, whops him, and then they all fight each other. Yeah,
1: and then uh the uh Damon's able to call it off and
0: Yeah, because Amond is scared of Damon because Amond is just a cosplayer of Damon. Yeah.
1: Oh so this brings something you mentioned before that, like, Amon and Damon are arch nemeses. Is that a thing going forward in there? Like, yes. That's not so much a thing yet, but
0: yeah. We get that one scene where it's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Damon realizing, oh my god, you're a cosplayer of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think going forward, that's going to continue um, yeah. being that way. But yeah, so
1: he does. So they have.
0: They have that fight. Yeah, they have that fight. It ends the dinner. There's a there's like one shot where the white worm's back
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> and uh, she's like you know, with with that terrible choice yeah. of accent. Again, it's not her accent. They ju cho- they chose that weird one. Where she basically asks, Hey, you know, what happened at dinner? and the maid was like, Oh, I have the beans. Yeah. So, so
1: then uh but yeah, Rhaenyra is going to take the kids home then she's going to come back on Dragonback and, Dragon and hang out
0: with Alicent. Hang out with Allison, It's like, oh no, they're getting along! And then... Then Alicent is with Viserys this. as he dies. And the, the and one it, thing we forgot to mention is that when Rhaenyra first sees Viserys, she asks him, the Song of Ice and Fire, is it true? Yeah. And Viserys, like, gives a, starts it but doesn't really go much farther.
1: Yeah, but now in his... De- in his, like... Milk of the poppy. Gone Rhaeny state. He mistakes Allison for Rhaenyra, and mm-hmm. he starts mumbling about the prophecy and how it's true, and how Aegon's dr- dream... It's Aegon's dream.
0: Aegon's dream. You must see to it. The, he must unite the realm. Yeah. Like, in, you know. And Allison gets that and goes, It will be done, my king. Because yeah. she thinks that's... Mm-hmm. The sun, and I'm I'm just if, the Walter White in the car moment. <gasps> Allison, <laughs> it's the wrong icon.
1: <laughs> Allison, no. So, if I can ask you, mm-hmm. be, in the book, is it prompted on by the prophecy?
0: Prophecy is not in the book at all. Okay. The like I said, Allison is a lot more evil stepmother. Yeah. Who's work? There, there is no distinction between her and Otto, more or less. Okay. So yeah. it's very much like, oh, once the king died, they immediately did yeah. that. I don't think it's even mentioned that Ares, that Viserys said he wanted Aegon. Yeah. Like, that's just a moment. And I, I think... I think it's... It's what Allison wanted to hear. Yeah. Obviously. Like, I, I don't think that...
1: That's been the thing, though. For the entire season, she's been very adamant about the fact that... Until, until like, the time jump, she... which feels like Otto just finally... Well, is it the... Did she just completely stop trusting that her friend wouldn't put her and her children to the sword the second she thought her friend was getting some pipe outside of marriage? <laughs> is that her entire arc? <laughs> Meanwhile, she's just letting the twink jack off to her feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: the green call to the kettle black.
1: Yeah.
0: So... Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think Allison was literally looking for anything. Yeah, like despite I, you know, I maybe in a perfect world where Viserys didn't say anything before he died, there would have been more resistance about Allison about Egon being the throne. But I think that's kind of like, like I said, like she just kind of. A, yeah. Viserys was not of sound mind. Yeah, <laughs> anybody else there would have been like Alison. He wasn't talking about that. Yeah, but I think because she was alone and she had like these charged things. Yeah. she was like, "Yep, all right, time to do a coup." And Viserys dies. <laughs> and Viserys. Yeah. It's really sweet and here. He says like, "My love," and he like sees like he sees someone, and I think it's Emma. Oh, is that he sees Emma and then he dies? It's like his last breath. That's the pink fury. My, my love. <laughs> we have like an extra minute where it's just his soul leaving as a body to be with the pig.
1: It just look, it, it looks like the opening about or that that Buster Scruggs.
0: Scene. Yeah. Just, yeah. Imagine, imagine how shitty you'd be. Would he still have his arm gone? <laughs> He's just the withered. Oh God, damn it. That
1: is a quote. If you go to heaven what form of you are you? Like, are you the form you die in, or are you, like, peak form? Imagine you gotta roll a dice. Yeah. So, like...
0: Viserys, you yeah. will be... three. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: cause, like, I think a lot of times when we imagine heaven, like, we imagine, like,
0: grandma's there. Like, like
1: grandma and stuff revert to back, like, when they were young and they felt like they were in their prime. Uh-huh. So, if it works backwards, it's gonna get dark for a second. Okay. If a baby dies, will it be a baby in heaven or will it turn into, like, what it would have been as a 20-year-old? I don't know if it'd go future. But I don't want to just be a baby in heaven. <laughs> I mean, and I won't. I've
0: made it past baby. <laughs> yeah, babyhood, I was about to say, I won't. that's just, not for you to worry about. <laughs>
1: I don't, it's not fair. Why would babies have to be
0: babies in heaven? (laughs) They never get to try drugs. That's lame. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's where episode eight cuts with uh, Viserys talking about baby drugs. (laughs) So episode, so that's the end of episode eight, Lord of the Tides. And then we get episode nine, the Bean yeah. Council,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where motherfucking bees Barry, so, yeah, so has his his swan song. So Allison is. Well, it's got to start with the opening of the shot. I fucking love. It. It's like it's middle of the night. Yeah. Everything's dark, quiet. Piano starts to play, and you're like, "Oh, that's never good." <laughs> yeah. And you see a kid kind of wander through the kingdom, and like you know, talk to a maid, and she lights a candle. So now it's like all the spy person knows. Yeah. And now Allison knows. And they're yeah. like, oh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows about this? And then, they're okay. like, oh, these many people. So it's like, ooh, the, the yeah. strings are starting to be pulled now.
1: And Allison and Otto call the small council. Mm-hmm. And it turns out behind Allison's back, Otto and Jason and a couple of other members, but it's kept vague exactly who, besides Otto mm-hmm. and Jason. Have been planning this coup the entire time, regardless of yeah the intent. Because
0: Allison yeah. basically says, "Oh, in his in Viserys' dying wish, he said that Aegon should be the throne." And they're like, "Oh, that's great! That that coincides with what we were gonna do anyways." Yeah, that legitimizes what our plan. Sick. Yeah, it's not needed,
1: but it's a good half. It's nice yeah. to have. It. We were gonna say it anyways. That's cool. <laughs> that's <it's>
0: true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then. <laughs> so Alice's like, oh my god. So everyone else, but the the one the one Banff the one OG Lord Beesbury is like Wait what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like I knew he's like, I knew Lord Viserys or King Viserys more than any of you on here. Yeah. He did not do this. <laughs> He wouldn't have wanted this to happen. He wouldn't have wanted this to happen. He could have changed the succession in 20 years, and he didn't do it. Yeah. Ranira is the heir. What are you... This is seizure! This is treason! And then his big mistake
1: is he pushes it further into stuff that we know didn't happen, but starts indicating... How did this young
0: snapper die? The king was well last night, was he? <laughs> yeah. Struck down in the prime of his life. <laughs> he, he starts, Gone
1: too soon. He starts indicating that he thinks other members of the small council killed... Uh, yeah, killed Viserys. And because Kristen Cole instantly thinks that, oh, he's talking about Alicent, which is a moment where it feels more like Kristen Cole might just think that Allison killed serious <laughs> and is projecting
0: <laughs> oh god so anyway so. cause he just
1: fucking so takes Beesbury bees- yeah. and the fucking weird orbs pay off in the fact that he, he smashes Beesbury's head down the table onto the orb and it just sticks and he's dead and yes. then the commander of the Kingsguard uh,
0: what's his name? Mm-hmm. Commander of the Kingsguard. I don't think he has a name. Oh oh the Kingsguard, yeah, uh yeah. Westerland.
1: Yeah, Westerland is like this is ridiculous. I step aside. He's like, I'm not doing this shit.
0: He takes his coat, he takes his white cloak off, puts it on the ground, puts it on the table. I'll be back when we have a legitimate king. Yeah. Very Sir Barristan vibes. Yes. Where he's like, no, this is, this is I'm not dealing. this And shit. I'm sure, like, Sir Barristan, he'll live a long and... Long, happy life. Yes. Not dying in season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so... To be determined in the books. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Okay, so I have to bring up how... Uh, mm-hmm. At this moment, Sir Kristen Cole, in Fire and Blood book, did not beat the homophobic allegations. Oh, God. <laughs> so, during this, this moment where he, he you know, different accounts in the book about how Lord Beesberry died, but overall, Kristen Cole did it. Yeah. And Kristen Cole gives his little speech yeah. about, um, about, oh, we should support Aegon and not Rhaenyra. And he's like... We all know that the whore Rhaenyra had these bastards on him.
1: Yeah.
0: If Rhaenyra... Exact quote. If the Rhaenyra becomes queen, no one will be safe in the kingdom. No men, women, and boys. We all knew what Sir Laenor was. Yeah, he will not. Yeah, he's not beating those allegations. Like I said, they toned him down in the show.
1: Like, you could read... His, be- his beating to death of the gay man as more of just a personal thing at his da- dissatisfaction about the, uh, yeah. about uh, Rhaenyra breaking it off with him and him just kind of snapping because being rubbed in his face.
0: Yeah. I didn't. I read it as homophobic. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> but you're, yeah, your anti gay was correct. Yes. At least in, at least in the books. I don't think that's a too much of a character trait in the show, at least. What if it just... But what if that becomes his defining... Feature? Just If any gay person shows up, he will kill them. <laughs> it's on sight. You're not... You're not born gay. Kristen Cole just beats you to death. <laughs> you are now pronounced dead and gay. Yeah. His fists. Man, Kristen Cole, you're really good at finding gay people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have your own method of finding them <laughs> yeah. that can only be refined <laughs> through some trait of yourself, <laughs> somehow. Yeah, but yeah,
1: so okay. So, sorry, anyways was um. Oh yeah, Jason Laster's now on the small council. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, and I. I am not
0: hundred percent sure what his role on the small council is. I think ships. Ships. Because you know, Corliss isn't there. Like they're uh, on yeah. Okay. I think it ships because remember, Lannister is the second largest fleet yeah. in Westeros at the time. So what I want to bring up is that this um, this big small council scene. Yeah. It's like super tense and awesome and great and everything. Yeah. Um, and this episode overall, like with the plotting and everything, it's a l- to me it's a it's just a little disappointing <laughs> compared to the book. Hmm. It's the first moment I'm like, yeah, the book. I like this part of the book of it. <laughs> Not the Sir Lanor part. Was <laughs> there more Beesbury in the book? Uh, it was about the same amount of Beesbury. Uh, but what I thought was very cool in the book is, I have like an exact quote here, was that um, in the book version, like I said, Allison and Otto are like more we're evil, evil, evil. Yeah. So I thought if we were going to have a bottle episode of any of these shows ever, this would have been the one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have notes about in the Fire and Blood book, when Viserys was determined to be dead, they yeah. immediately put his uh, room under guard. Yeah, they sent guards in front of them. nobody comes in, nobody comes out.
1: Yeah, I thought that's what I thought for a while. Oh, they're gonna weekend at Bernie's, they're gonna pretend he's
0: still alive for a bit. That's what they do in the book. Or they, huh. they don't like weekend at bird- Oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I, di- I didn't but... <laughs> think they'd literally be puppeting him. Uh, but... He's one arm. It's a lot harder. <laughs> 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 so. What I mean, though, is that I love I, the tension of the book. It's like they talk more about Damon during the Council as well as Rhaenyra. They're like, yeah. oh, Rhaenyra's claim, but Damon is dangerous and you have to figure this out. And they talk about, like, there's mention of they summon the commander of the City Watch and captains because yeah. Damon was running the City Watch. Yeah. So it's like they, there's more things about how they had to put Otto Hightower's son in charge of the City Watch because they didn't want revolts and they had yeah. issues going on. Like, all of this plotting happening in the Red Keep.
1: Oh, is Otto Hightower's son going to become a bigger character? Because he's I don't like.
0: remember him. So yeah, probably I, not. he gets
1: like a mention in the first episode as like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: unseen jouster yeah, so that there... Damon beats the shit out of. Yeah. There's a whole thing about. They mention it in the small castle scene, but I would love to see it. Is they're purposely splitting the treasury yeah. so it's not all in King's Landing? They're sending some to... Some to, uh... You know... Lannisport. Some to Old Town. Some to the Iron Bank. Like... Splitting every... Th- splitting their resources. Yeah, yeah. Splitting their army. Like, splitting all this stuff. Flowing the... Flying the ravens to all these different places. Yeah. And they're like... They do not... Two days at least pass. And they still don't send for the Silent Sisters to wrap up Becerra's. Yeah. Like... For, like, three to four days in the book, like, they're just locking up everybody in the Red Keep who knows about it. And I'm like, I wanted more of a little... Like, the first part of this episode was fantastic with that, and then it kind of turns more into a where's Aegon yeah. plot, and I'm like, that's a little weaker than the really good shit at the beginning. Yeah. Like, the coup details. Give me more coup details. Like, it... like. Aegon, yeah. Viserys was out for so long he started to stink, in oh, there. Geez. And I'm like, I oh, don't no. like. I said, if you're making uh, you know, Alison Green's more sympathetic, you don't do yeah. that. But I think there's more room for like, yeah, at, you know, tension, 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 and then the huge yeah. crowning ceremony breaks it all. You know, I, I yeah. thought it could have been a little better. The, yeah, so yeah. we're gonna take a break here, and then we'll be back with the rest of the Green Council and the Black Queen. And we're back.
1: Yeah, so we were about to get on to the search for Aegon that goes on because Aegon's missing. Uh, he's slipped out under Sir Eric. This was Eric. Air- okay, so it's Eric who he slipped out under. And oh, I don't. I don't
0: know. Remember which one of them at that point. <laughs> yeah. But there's twin. There's two twin Kingsguard knights, Sir Eric and Sir Arik. Yes. <laughs> one letter difference: an E and an A. A is for Aegon in the long uh, term.
1: It is the. Bo- is that a book thing, uh, the the Eric and R?
0: I know they're called Sir Eric and R. I don't remember if they're called twins in the book. Yeah. But they're twins in the show. Yeah. Uh, so So they're on a hunt now. They're like, shit, Allison is like, oh my god, like, you know, Amond and Kristen and Cole, you gotta find Aegon for me.
1: Yeah, because so her and her dad are on different pages about how murdery Aegon's ascension should be.
0: Yes. So Otto is full-blown... We're going to murder all of Rainier's family yeah. so she does not pose a claim of threat to us.
1: Uh, yeah, Allison so is like, no,
0: no, we can make peace with her. So
1: both Otto and Allison separately want to find Aegon and have him brought directly to them. Mm-hmm. And so Allison sends out Kristen Cole and. Uh, sends out Kristen Cole and uh, Aemond. Mm-hmm. And. Otto sends out Eric and Ark. Yep. And... They're
0: out into the city in Flea Bottom to find... Yeah. Where's Aegon? <laughs> yeah. Where's and, he at? And so, the things that happen... Oh, and, uh, big Sorry, a uh, little side note. Air, um... Lee... Allison looks at... Looks for Aegon in Helena's room. And asks, yeah. where's Aegon? She goes, I don't know, by the way, there's a beast beneath the boards. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh-oh. So...
1: Yeah, and, so, he, so, uh, Aemond and, uh, Kristen Cole kind of suck at looking for, uh, <laughs> for Aegon, because they're like, they're like, we don't fucking know this guy, we don't know him that they well. They just, like, try one brothel that he, that Amond remembers Aegon service, like, using, like, once,
0: Yeah, and was like, well, he brought me here to, for me to lose my virginity, you know, yeah Maybe. And then the lady was like, nah, I haven't seen him in years.
1: Yeah, and... Then, they're kind of out of the picture for a bit. While Eric and Arik... Uh... Go to a child fight club. Uh... And... uh uh-huh. Where, uh... Preschool pe- throwdown. Peasant toddlers are, are... After
0: school credits? Fight to <laughs> uh, After but, school program.
1: And there, the... The white worm, uh...
0: Out the oh, it's um it's a it's a darker skinned woman who, who who's, who's like referred, the yeah, representing the white worm. And yeah. it, it we don't I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I thought that might be Nettles, who's a character that shows up in later parts okay. of the show. I don't know if that was her introduction, but she'll definitely be reintroduced. Like okay. that's if that's true. Okay, so but yeah, so yeah.
1: the white worm knows where Aegon is. And, uh yeah. And
0: gives a beautiful extended Eric, monologue.
1: Yeah, Eric and Ari get Otto to to, uh, to, to meet treat with her. her. Yeah, and everyone's in hoods.
0: <laughs> and she tells Otto where he is, which is <laughs> for mm-hmm. some gold. And she wants she basically is like, "Hey, I'll tell you where Aegon is, but you need to promise that like you're gonna police flea bottom a little more. We can't have like eight year olds fighting to the death in the pits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing." And so they so, find Aegon, <laughs> yeah. And
1: they find him, he's he's passed. under
0: the chapel,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's, he's the beast beneath the boards,
1: he's passed out under the chapel. Bran lied and said he's the beast beneath the boards. I thought that's not that's really it. a board, that's... but uh, uh but yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take it, I'm I, I defer, <laughs> and then uh, but.
0: So, Eric and Ark got Aegon, and then, both
1: then Aemons and Kristen run into them. They,
0: they fucking piggyback off of Eric and Ark's work. They did most of the work, and they're like, hey, we found it. Which is funny, because usually that's the antagonist thing. Yes. But out of the two, we want Sir Kristen and Aemons to get Aegon. Yeah. So Rhaenyra doesn't die. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, that's the bad so guy Arick, thing. Go, oh we left yeah. you like Indiana Jones oh we just followed you <laughs> yeah so
1: Arik gets defeated by uh, oh yeah cause
0: Sir, e- uh, Sir Eric he stays is staying back yeah. so Eric Arik has to fight him off on his own he can't do it Yeah. so now Amund and Kristen they got Aegon and Aegon is like I don't want to rule Just let why me the do fuck it. do you yeah. want me to rule <laughs> I hate this I don't want it yeah and yeah. Sir Eric is like people you know, tr- kill themselves trying to get to your the crown, Aegon.
1: Yeah, and oh my god, but yeah, so Alicent wins. Uh, they bring Aegon to his coronation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see uh, Sir Eric. Oh, and Renis Rhaenys. Rhaenys is uh, so she's been locked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Alicent like tells her, "Oh, my husband declared Aegon. Uh, so join our side," and she's like.
0: Bullshit, because like, yeah. I love the piano when she looks out the window and you see all the like the servants going into the dungeon. It's like, yeah. oh my god, shit's happening. But I think Allison, <laughs> she's like, hey, if you side with us, we'll give you Driftmark. It's like you already have Driftmark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you offering then?
1: It's like, and Elizabeth, you, honestly, unbeknownst to Allison, <laughs> starting this war, kind. <laughs> Kinda did give uh, her drift mark, uh, but <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, but so yeah, uh, yeah. Then have a,
0: Eric a fun speech where it's basically yeah. Rainice Re- is like, "You don't want to be free. You just want like a window in your prison." Yeah. Like you're. This is a bad choice. But yeah, I'm yeah, you've you never up, thought you know? about ruling yourself. Yeah. So then Eric or Arik or Eric. No, e- Eric. Yeah, e- Eric. Breaks Rainey's out but Sarahs's crown yeah back. breaks Rainey's out like we gotta go
1: and at first I thought this was a ploy and like she was being led <laughs> to her death yeah you didn't because you read the book mm-hmm. and you know she factors in more but uh, but but yeah so and then she's uh, she kind of gets lost in the crowd and huddled into the dragon pit where the coronation takes place. And we watch... We, we lose track of her in the crowd and we watch the coronation
0: where? of Aegon. Uh, and... I love this little scene scene going up to it where Aegon and Allison are in the chariot. Yeah. And Aegon is like, This is all fucking bullshit. Viserys did not want me to be his yeah. heir. Yeah. And Allison is like, Well, why would he say this lucid in his bed then? on his deathbed Aegon's <laughs> yeah. not buying it but like Aegon was just he, he the most thing he's interested in is Viserys' knife <laughs> yeah the uh, you know yeah. this the steel Valyrian steel yeah and he's like
1: ooh this is cool then he asks his mother do you even love me and <laughs> she very purposefully evades by saying don't be an imbecile don't be an imbecile
0: and I, I think a lot of people are reading the in different ways. Yeah. Whether that is, like, uh, come on, like, of course I love you. Or, like, this is not the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it says this is not the time.
0: I read it the second time more as, of course I do. Why would I be doing this? But on the, on the deeper level, it's like, but he doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're doing all of this for him,
1: yeah. but he doesn't want it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't think Allison loves any of her children
0: well, maybe and, she loves them, but she doesn't like them.
1: Yeah, and I don't think, because I don't think she, she feels like she was liked or loved by her father. So I don't think she sees that as part of the equation.
0: She's like, well, I did this thing for political reasons for you. Yeah. Duh, that's love, right? Yeah, that's my love language. Is cooing for you. Yeah. So. It's my familiar love language. Hey.
1: They really dropped the part thing where she picks at her nails.
0: Yeah, she doesn't do that now. Yeah. That I could recognize.
1: I feel like that's gonna come back, but like, is that thing in the books or no?
0: Oh no! That like no. Yeah, that's entirely sure. Okay. Yeah. uh... But yeah, so. Uh, if it's not like a like a, like a more of a Wikipedia plot detail where Lord Beesbury died here.
1: Yeah.
0: Bet on it not being in the book. Okay, <laughs> so then, but yeah, so.
1: He's being coronated. Coronation's going swimmingly. Um, the, the
0: music is swelling. All the uh, city watch have their swords out, and he's going and, under them.
1: Yeah, he gets... And I'm preparing for... Okay, we're going out on this. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. We haven't seen uh, Rhaenyra or Damon this episode, and that's when Bran told me, oh, it's split geographically. Oh, yeah. And that, then I'm like, okay, it's, it's about over. When... As he's saying, yeah, they, Yes, uh... To that... Fucking, the floor explodes! <laughs> With a dragon coming out! Yeah, and... Right 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 at the,
0: and I, I, Before this moment, I think I want to... What is the thing about Aegon in that moment is that... He's pissed at the world, he's pissed at everybody, mm-hmm. but he loves the crowd. You notice yeah. that? Yeah. It's like, I felt like that was his... The first moment of happiness we see of him in the whole show. Was like people are cheering my name. I uh, know he looked pretty so. happy in the window, but <laughs> he was looking at the people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but like with um with that moment, I feel like I think that is probably where his character is gonna go from here. Yeah, okay. Hopefully, less of the stuff we talked about. I don't go into again, and more of like, oh, I want to be, I want to be loved by the people, and like this is why I do it. Like mm-hmm. I want to people to like me like this. Yeah. So yeah, Ra- Rainy slips away from the crowd and breaks through with ma- uh, Maylees, I think the name is
1: yeah yeah Maylees,
0: through the floorboards. Kills a bunch. Kills a people. bunch of people. A lot of civilians did it. Right yeah, there. and then she could have she could have ended the war right there, but that was not her choice to make. <laughs> yeah, she like
1: contemplates blowing them all to smithereens, but then she that just was, yeah nah. He's yeah. Like nope,
0: and that's the end of that episode. And boom! The dragon Melee's he flies out of the dragon pit. Boom! End of episode. Yeah. Episode nine done, which then gets us to episode ten. The Black Queen. The Black Queen. So we are now at in the season finale of House of the Dragon. Yeah. So the first the first thing we're seeing from this episode is oh now we are on Dragonstone,
1: and we're. B- I think it really, like, it kind of... This ep- the this episode is kind of almost making fun of the conflict before, yeah. at, at the beginning, it feels to me. Like, because we get back to, oh, we're right back at... We're back where these characters were when we last left them. And Luke, and, uh, Luke is like, oh, I don't... I'm not really interested in being the Prince of Tides, though. And it's like... This feels quaint to us now. <laughs> You're like,
0: hey, buddy, like, <laughs> there's shit change. Yeah. You're, you know, your uncle just got crowned king. Yeah. Shit is, we're not worried about that anymore.
1: Yeah. We're on
0: a whole other level.
1: Yes, but, so, then, uh, Ranira well, has a nice little mothering moment for him yeah. where it's, Whereas it's not clear at all with Allison if
0: she likes her kids or not. I think the only things we see Allison doing is hitting her kids. Yeah. (laughs) And being like, you stupid idiots. Rhaenyra is,
1: you know, gives a very loving speech to him about Mm. how she was also afraid when she was made heir to the throne. uh, And she didn't think she'd be able to do it, but, you know, she had time. And she was able to do it. You'll have time, too. Yeah,
0: you'll <laughs> have time too. Things will work out.
1: L- uh, there will be a long time before he takes control uh, as of uh, as the Prince of
0: Tides, though. <laughs> quite a long time. Yeah, perhaps even like feels like forever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so like, Rhaenys comes. They go. Rhaenys is here, and originally Rainier is like, "Oh, it's about Corlys."
1: Yeah, she like clearly thinks, "Oh." Oh, my speech. Oh, my son's about to. Ah, this speech was useless. My son's.
0: Because, um, one little thing I mentioned from last episode is we see a person try to get out of King's Landing to warn Rhaenyra, and he gets hanged. Yeah. So, like, nobody's leaving King's Landing to tell Rhaenyra this. Like, shit is on lockdown. Yeah. Until the coronation happened.
1: Yeah, so. Uh... Fills them in on what happened last episode, and then uh Rhaenyra and Damon uh Well, Rhaenyra is uh coronated. And at first, it's gonna be a coronation without a crown, it's just gonna be a bestowing of title. But then Eric shows up
0: Eric coming in. And
1: he stole Vasiris' crown. He's like,
0: yo, I got your crown, let's do this. Yeah, yeah.
1: She and she is crowned the queen. And well, the,
0: the important thing before this is that um, she's heavily pregnant when yeah. this happens. Yeah. So the, there's this whole conflict where they're stuttering to act by at least a few days because yeah. Rhaenyra is in childbirth. Yeah. Where, like, she tells, uh, like, Jocerys and Lyserys, like, don't, you know, Damon can't do anything until I'm done with this. Yeah. Don't do anything. And it's like, oh, it's like... I, I get why, because David yeah. would cause war immediately. Yeah. But it's like you are wasting valuable time. Yeah. <laughs> you are wasting days, you know, and that yeah. comes into factor and later in the episode.
1: Yeah, and he, he... but yeah. So then.
0: So the par- it's it's really it's a really sad scene that. Uh, she yeah she gives birth she to gives uh, birth to a miscarriage yeah and and the, that and she burns the the child. You know, the, in the Targaryen way, that's when the crowning happens.
1: Yeah, uh, and then after she's crowned, uh, so she she's taking stock of who would take her side and who would take the other side and, like, who who are the people on the fence that
0: she should go and sure up, yeah. uh, and... They have the painted, uh, the painted table in Dragonstone. Yeah. They light it up from underneath. It looks really cool. It's, like, glowing red. And or like orangey red and they're like hey you know who's you know they're working through I like this a lot in the last episode too of the Green Council yeah. other than the footsie stuff <laughs>
1: oh we, we skipped over the footsie stuff it turns out that the entire time the twink and t- lawyer Strong
0: yeah her... has been into Allison giving secrets in exchange for
1: yeah for <laughs> foot
0: fetish stuff foot which is, footy stuff which is why there's layers to this. Because Laris is disabled from his club foot. Yes. And it's like, okay. And then on the other layer, it's also a power dynamic thing. Yeah. Where, you know, Allison doesn't want to do this. She yeah. hates it, but she's like, well, I need the information. So we're, we're playing with levels of power. Yeah. Like.
1: And on the third level,
0: like,
1: I'm, feet not, a toesies. Per- I'm not a foot person, but, like,
0: she doesn't have gross feet. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine feet. Quote for the episode: <laughs> yeah. "Allison feet, <V>, not gross." <laughs> yeah. Let's see how this develops in season two. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, just thing to mention. But um, I love the moments in the Green Council in this episode where they're trying to figure out, okay, who are our allies, who are our enemies. Yeah. We're spreading the rest of Westeros. What would Lord Grover think? <laughs> yes. Lord Grover is fickle. Grover Tully. Grover Tully of River Run.
1: We, we get like, a we, fucking you know?
0: name drop for Grover, Place. and I love it. So like, what is, you know, what's up with the North? And they're like, yeah, the North, you know, there isn't a Stark who knew how to forget an oath. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the whole of North, all of the North will be Rhaenyra. We know yeah. that.
1: And uh, the Arryns are... The Arryns will likely
0: be Rhaenyra, too, because of her mother.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, they're, so, they're not, the one they're not sure how they'll go mm-hmm. is... Baratheon.
0: Yeah, is the uh, yeah the Oros Baratheon because he's the son of the guy who swore the oath.
1: Yeah, and he's very
0: opportunistic. Yeah, so, so it's like, eh, so they're they're iffy on the Baratheons, and they're still a little iffy on the River on River. Run. Yeah, so they have two locked in and a couple uh, going on. Yeah,
1: and so Corliss shows up and he's like, "You got the navy. You've got the largest navy. Yeah. I'm devoted to
0: you." Uh, we're the Valarians we get the largest ship we can like you know cut off King's Landing from the sea yes
1: and then uh, it's is it Jace who has the idea for uh, sending out drag the, sending out the uh, the, the children on, dra- on dragons
0: uh, first Damon is like well, we don't have much of an army, but we have dragons. We have, like, yes. 13 dragons to the greens 3. Yeah. And they're, like... 12 now, baby. Oh, yeah, 12. <laughs> yeah. Now 12, but 13 to 3, this is great odds. Let's get everyone dragon back and attack. And Rhaenyra is, like... She wants to think a more approach of just, you know, basically starving out King's Landing. She does not want for dragon on dragon combat, because, like... Yeah nuclear war by <laughs> Like, shit yeah. would be fucking terrible.
1: And uh, they're also very clear about Renira does not want to draw the first blow. She does not want to bring the...
0: She knows it's gonna go to war, but she does not want to be the instigator of war. Yeah. She's doing her best to gather. She wants to just figure out who are her allies, who are her enemies, yeah. and then figure it out from there. Yep. And, and, and it's after this moment the um, that Otto comes in, that Otto oh, shows yeah. up. Otto gives them like a peace terms that are well, the best yeah <laughs> they're better than killing them <laughs> yeah but um you know they're still kind of like oh you'll be cupbearers isn't that great
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and the um and uh
0: there's a they probably
1: are told to fuck off yeah
0: and it's a fun little callback to episode 2 mm-hmm. where you know Al, uh, Rhaenyra comes in on Syrax. yeah there's an interesting shot of Syrax on Rhaenyra's face when she's having the pregnancy the miscarriage yeah the couple shots that was a cool yeah. visual like, you know, connected with the dragon. Yeah. But yeah, she basically says, Oh auto fuck off, like go away.
1: Yeah.
0: So they're like, okay, well or actually I think Renee says, like, oh give me a few days to decide yeah. to figure it out. Cause at the time before she sends the kids out, she's like I think she more explicitly like I would rather just give up the throne than have this fight. And it's with Damon alone, remember? Yeah. And then she's like, Because of the you know, the Song of Ice and Fire Yeah. Damon doesn't like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, Damon has no fucking idea what The Song of Ice and Fire is. Uh, and he jokes her. He uh, jokes her,
0: like, in an abusive way. Yeah. And it's, uh, like I said, Damon is very gray. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, would the guy who killed one of his previous wives do this? Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. But it's like, oh my god. Because this is the part where David is like struck down at the height of his power, and he yeah,
1: so he's so sure <laughs> that Viserys was killed instead of just he dude wasn't in good health. <laughs> <gasps> Look at that guy; he can run a triathlon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then we get to the uh, to the idea to send the kids out on dragons. Yeah, I think
0: Jacerus is like, yeah, send yeah. us mother. Like that's better than a raven.
1: Yeah, it's it's faster. And it'll look better to the lords that you're sending dragons, yeah, yeah dragons, and you know your your lineage, mm-hmm. and so they so they plot their course. They there's they set out uh, at this time. We watch uh, that we watch Damon go down to the. Where does he go down to? Like
0: oh, the dra- uh, deep in Dragonstone, like in the there's a dragon, little weird wilds. Cave thing going on. Yeah, and it, yeah, he's going down there, singing a little Valyrian uh, little nursery rhyme. And there's a weird ass
1: dragon
0: down there. Uh, well, I I had the name earlier, Vermithor. Yeah, Vermithor. Vermithor is down there, and he's a fucking weird. He's uh he was Jaeharris's dragon, the the king yeah. before Viserys. <laughs> and he's a fucking weird guy. He's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah. oh shit, okay.
0: So, oh wait,
1: they are back up to thirteen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. But they're, they're
1: briefly at fourteen, but
0: oh no! The, I think he was at thirteen because he counted the dragons that okay, were there. Okay. Yeah. In the pit area, that he just had to have writers for him. Yeah. So they basically say, "Hey, uh, Jaessaris, you are going to go up to the north, and yeah. you're going to stop in the Aaron, in the Vale to get the Errands on her side, and then you're going to go into Winterfell with Kregon Stark, everyone, Krigon Stark." Yeah. Don't forget, Craig and Stark showing up in season two. I'm sure he's going to be a very important character. This is not, this is not a bit. I think he's going to be important. Don't forget, Craig and Stark. He's going to be important. You have so much subterfuge. I'm not sure what to believe <laughs> anymore. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, I have layers on layers.
1: So yes. Yeah, I love so, Craig and
0: Stark. He's one of my favorites.
1: But yeah, the important one is
0: not all in Lord the Lord very way, where he has one scene that dies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all of the children are important, uh, but.
0: Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, Luceris has his goal up to so the north yeah. for all this. All, yeah, all the children have... Luceris is a lot younger, and they're like, okay, just go, um, go to Storm's End. It's a lot closer.
1: He's a very firm believer in, uh, in guest rights, so mm-hmm. you'll be safe there. Yeah, you'll you, be okay. You, that'll definitely be the place where you're safe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry. You'll safely be there at Storm's End. So, and she basically kind of says, like, oh, uh, Boros needs to remember his oath. Yeah. So... They fly yeah. off. We're starting to get to like this is gonna be season two stuff. You know, following Gyseras and what's going on with him and everything. Yeah. So yeah, Luc- we follow Luceras for the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah. So he he goes. He goes but, on RX. But Amond is already there, and it's announced to us by when
0: he lands. There's. Uh, oh, it's such a fucking great shot. When he lands, uh, it, you know, he lands and yeah, storms out. the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luceris lands and storms out on Arax, and he's about to go into sort of the you know the castle, yeah. and he looks back and you know storms out it's all Stormy, yeah. and a lightning bolt illuminates the outline of Vagar, yeah. and he's fucking huge, and yeah. that tells you two things: both oh shit Vagar's here, yeah. and oh shit Aemond got here first. The Greens yeah. are already here.
1: Yeah. So he goes in. Amund is already treated with uh, Boros and, Bor- mm-hmm. and promised Boros uh, marriage pact. Yeah,
0: between Amund and one of his daughters. Yeah,
1: and then all that L- Luke is not great at uh, at d- diplomacy, so all he can offer is we- we've got an oath with
0: you. Yeah. Hey, you have an oath. Hey, and then Boros is like, "Oh, dare you? Like, at least offer a marriage pact." And yeah. Luceris is like, "No, I'm already betrothed," which Probably a, probably wasn't the best idea to marry both of your main sons to one house. Yeah. Because now you don't have another one to do that with. You yeah. have Joffrey, but Joffrey's like, mm-hmm. six. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that was probably not the sw- wisest move.
1: Yeah, so then he's about... So he's... He's like, okay,
0: the queen will know your answer. Because he says no. He's like, I'm going to side with the greens.
1: And then Eamon starts provocating, like... You really thought you could go and do treason by by this yeah. and he's like i i'm not here for battle i'm just an envoy just let me leave in and peace Eamon throws a dagger his way and takes goes takes off
0: his eye patch and he's got a sapphire eye yeah. going in there yeah i don't wish to kill you but i want your eye just give me your eye yeah. i'll give it to my brother as a present and then we'll be even
1: yeah and so uh but then uh, he refuses. It's about to come to blows, but Boros does really believe in guest rights, so he's, he's like, like, "Get no, the fuck out of here!" No, yeah, get out of here!
0: Don't do this here. Nope.
1: Yeah. And so Luke runs out of there, gets on his dragon. It's so sad because you the, see, because
0: yeah. Ar, you know, Luciris is running out, and you see Rx come to greet him, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, these poor doomed little boys." <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, "RX, to me, let's go. Come on." Cuz you don't see Vegard. Like Vegard's yeah. already gone. And you're like, yeah. "Uh-oh." Yeah. And they're like they fly into the storm. They're flying around and then in a shot that reminded me of the of the opening of a new hope of Star yeah. Wars when it's the little ship and the huge yeah. ship. You see the bo- you see from the bottom up. RX. Yeah. yeah. And the silhouette of Vegard is just fucking huge like, in comparison. And, 10 and, times bigger. And
1: Vegard's like Fucking with them and nipping at them, and like, we're not sure about Eamon's
0: intent at this yeah. point. Yeah, all we know is Eamon's like laughing and like fucking with yeah. him, and it's like, just, you know, like, okay, is he trying to kill them? What's going on? Yeah. Like, what's happening.
1: And then, then, uh, he get.
0: Because then what's happening afterwards is that, you know, Erex and Lucera are trying to get away, and they get into like a little tight spot yeah. that Vagar can't get into, and Eamon is like, I want your eye, you have a debt! Ah, all this stuff, and then, um, yeah, su- and then suddenly Rx goes on the offensive, yeah. And, and it's clear that fire Luke doesn't want him to Luke's like yeah. no, 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 Rx to me, yeah. And, and Rx, like, because Rx is fucking scared, like, yeah, Rx- this massive dragon is trying to, in his mind at least, kill him, <laughs>
1: yeah. So
0: he tries to like attack back with fire, and he
1: hits. Uh, Vagar in the face. Vagar is not a fan of that. Yeah. And,
0: and like Vagar's Dornish flashbacks yeah. start going in, his, in her head.
1: And she just. And this is when Eamon loses control. And then it becomes clear to us oh no, Aemon was just fucking with him.
0: Yeah, Aemon wasn't trying to kill him. He was just like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with you. Yeah. But now Vagar is like, don't worry, Visenya. I'll get this Dornishman. <laughs>
1: yeah, and just fucking. Chases after against uh, against Eamon's wishes and fucking just takes a bite and kills Kills Luceris and
0: Rx immediately, yeah. just rips them into bits.
1: We just see Arax's like wings that were outstretched and tail just fucking Flapped
0: out, like just on their own, just and we get a off.
1: look at Aemon's face, and it's that's when there's without a shadow of a doubt oh, fuck, I did not intend to do that. I think I just started the war. Yeah, and he, like,
0: he just looks over like, oh,
1: fuck. And, uh, yeah, and, and so like, oh, no. then we get a very, uh, a no-dialogue final scene that's just amazingly acted by, uh, by uh, Emma, Emma Darcy. Darcy uh, where uh, they... Uh,
0: yeah, Damon comes in with the
1: yeah, news. Yeah, Damon comes in, and they, uh, and it just... Is panning across the room. He, you can see him tell uh, the character. Uh, her is in the character, not her as in Emma Darcy who uses they/them. Uh, if I'm yeah, using Rhaenyra. her, we're talking about the character. Uh, but yeah, so Rha- tells Rhaenyra. Uh, you see uh, her turn away towards the fire, and you see like her back is shaking, and you can tell she's crying. Mm-hmm. And then she turns back, and it's just like, oh. She's about to kill a lot of people, and that's the end of the
0: season. Boom, that's the last shot we get, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) There's no coming back from this. Yeah. So I think that, like I was bringing up earlier, and I think Viserys was right. He said the pal, you know, we think we control the dragon, we don't. Yeah. Like, there was, I don't, I'm not going to bring up too much, like, oh, like, drama about the show when it's coming out people like reactions to it yeah. but I know there were some people after this episode that came out were like why'd Vagar do that like he's supposed to be in Eamon's control and everything and I'm like Vegar is a war horse
1: <laughs> yeah they made it very clear in episode that he
0: lost control of him yeah like Vagar is a war horse yeah. and it's like Vagar's also literally the biggest dragon in the world Yeah. Like, if they're, like, we can see from the main series, like, Drogon's not, like, a slave to Daenerys. Yeah. He fucks off and does all this bad shit that Daenerys doesn't want him to do. Yeah. So I think, like, like I said, once, I think Vagar, you know, Aemon was controlling Vagar when he was just chasing Arix. But then once Arix attacked Vagar, yeah. Granny's fight or flight instincts kicked in. Yeah. And was like, don't worry, Vicenia? I'll get him! (laughs) Smack! Yeah. But like it was, it was just like, just like a war reaction going on, cause it went from, cause you know what's it's kind of funny then it, is uh, it's going through the generations. It went from, oh Allison and you know Allison and Rhaenyra are getting along well, but the kids are fighting.
1: Yeah.
0: And now the kids didn't want to kill each other at least, and the dragons are like, don't worry, I got
1: you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and they finish it. Yeah and. So, it's just the danger. It goes from. I will bring up uh, what the book did is the book is, mm, the book is explicitly going with that. Amond uh, meant to kill, Rx Okay. Deliberately meant to do that. Yeah. That it's like he did that and he was um, like crazy. There's this extra bit where Boros is taunting Amond about not taking about not attacking the kid when he leaves. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, did you lose one of your balls as well as your eyes?" Yeah. Which makes him go after him, hmm. so the context is a little different. But I think what I think is fucking great about this, and yeah. compared to if that was the case, is that, Amond, like I said, Amond is uh, cosplay Damon, and we yeah. know cosplay Damon is always taking credit for things, whether he meant to or not.
1: Yeah.
0: So I can imagine. Amon, uh, da- On that long,
1: long. Uh, flight back. He's uh, just like rationalizing, like, no, this, yeah, this, I did this. this I meant good. to. Yeah,
0: this was good that this happened. This is good. I I killed one of the strong bastards. Yeah. So like, by the time he comes in, and his mom's like, hey, what happened? He goes, I did my duty. I did this. Yay, awesome. Yeah. So I think that I think this makes sense. What I what I do want to say about overall on the whole season basis, yeah. I do hope that season two onwards has a. I think. I'm fine with it for season one, when the characters are building to being, like, against each other, when some yeah. certain coincidences happen. Yeah. I don't want to see as much in season two, the, like, coincidences being, like, leading to more conflict. Uh, what coincidence they, are you talking like, about? Like, um, like the two big ones, you know, like, Viserys bringing up Aegon's dream that convinces mm-hmm. Alicent to go to do it. And, like, the part where, you know, Aemon, oh, I'm losing control of Vegar and attacks him and stuff. Yeah. it's like not intentionally what he's doing I don't that's not the same as a coincidence so that's just that's or what I mean is I, I would say
1: that's consequences like sorry yeah he didn't coincidence, mean to
0: more like... of um, misunderstanding things Okay. misunderstandings yeah. okay. I think that now they have enough ammo against each other now yeah. <laughs> that I think season two onwards like we could get a little more villainous here <laughs> we could be a little more intentional in our decisions to kill people <laughs> You know, we can be a little more devious with it. I don't
1: know, I... I like it. I like the fact that the conflict is snowballing, and it... I mean, it. The snowball's already made, though. Yeah, but I like that... I like the fact that... So, I think, you know, there's a very common saying about never attribute uh, what you can
0: to stupidity, to malice. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's actually... Oh, you mean,
0: the flip. Don't don't think that somebody's being malice when they could just be stupid. Yeah,
1: don't uh, don't attribute. Yeah, don't
0: attribute to malice what could be explained with stupidity.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah. you know that's a thing. Like in warfare, slip ups happen that are bad and disastrous. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, that is uh, a, th- a thing, and I like seeing that as opposed to everything being this really measured decision. Uh, like. Uh, like, for example, the bloodiest battle in the War of 1812 Mm -hmm. was an accident. Oh, no. (laughs) It, after, so, after peace had already been made over in Europe where the peace treaty was, a war, uh, a battle was prompted in, uh, New Orleans Mm -hmm. that was the bloodiest battle of the war between British and American troops, and it was entire, that entirely just a misunderstanding of they did not understand neither oh, side understood the, yet they, they didn't, didn't hear really. the war was over yet. yeah
0: so they kept the fighting yeah Daniel okay. yeah. car so I like that yeah. I think there will be things like that coming up at some point in the, in the this is way down the line yeah. that things like that could happen where due to this but what I don't want to I don't want um, as much of like oh well we were trying to get along and then this happened. Like I feel like at this point, we're at war. Awesome, great. Yeah. We are now in war mode. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like. I don't want to. Ever, I don't want it to be like every episode they try to do peace and then oh, it just doesn't work out. Like we're in it now. Shit's getting yeah. better, getting real. So I think overall the season though, this is a this is a um, this is a very good step up from the book. Yeah. The book is fun. The book is a fun read. Nothing wrong with the book. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you in terms of a narrative and a story and some characters, I think the show extends beyond what the book was doing significantly. Yeah. Just by the nature of what the book was. Yeah. So I think due to that nature, I'm like, I, you know, George R. R. Martin has stated multiple things about how, one, he thinks show Viserys is better than the book, yeah. which is completely true. Yeah. Uh, book Viserys is just Robert Baratheon. And yeah. It he really mentions that, oh man, he took a nap one day and he just she just died and wake up. <laughs> it's like okay, so like. Oh,
1: he's not like falling apart in the book.
0: He's he is sick, yeah. but he doesn't say like oh he had like a heart attack and died. It's just said yeah. oh he took a nap one day didn't wake up. Yeah. So okay. he's not much of a character. He's just there. Okay. So show is way fucking better. Like all these characters are better and stronger. Yeah. And George Martin himself like, like called Patty Collins and he was like your preserves is better than mine. Yeah. Which is true, but um. I think this nature of it, I think that with the four seasons, because George wants four seasons, ten episodes, I think yeah. that is the perfect length for this. what yeah. this conflict will be. I can see this being a better show than Game of Thrones does. Okay. Just with the nature of, um, like, the show Game of Thrones, because, you know, seven and eight. Uh, <laughs> so parts of six, but especially seven and eight. Yeah. That there already is all, the ending of this is already written, already set. Which I think has the unique problem now of oh shit, people watch the show and have to avoid those spoilers (laughs) because they're out there. It's not a winds of winter, dreams of spring situation. Well, we don't know what's happening. It's like it's all out there. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that House of the Dragon has been a very great, pleasant surprise of a series. Yeah, going from the first episode of oh here we go. Yeah. (laughs) To oh my god, that is great television. It's been a very strong, uh, thing happening. The one,
1: <laughs>
0: P- some people are probably pissed about what George said in a recent interview, I think this just came out a couple of days ago, that's time recording, mm-hmm. uh, he was asked about, hey, like, what the writing process for Fire and Blood was, Yeah. and at one point he admitted, he was like, yeah, my publisher came to me and said, hey George, you know, how's the dragon, the show is being made.
1: Yeah.
0: And George basically asked his publisher, would you rather I keep focusing on Winds of Winter, or would you want me to finish Fire and Blood first, and have this book out the door for the show? Yeah. And the publisher said, do Fire and Blood. Yeah. So I know some people are going to be, ah, about that. But I think it makes sense. Yeah. The book is out. Yeah. Like, we're going to have four seasons of the show, and the book itself is already out and finished. So it's like, I think that makes sense. Yeah. But with all all that in mind, wow, what a what a time. Oh, we didn't even mention that in episode nine, uh Laris burns the white worms like place. Yeah. But the, she's probably not dead. Yeah. But that's a thing that's happening. But Uh but yeah, so that? then uh Yeah, we're at yeah, the we're credits at. happen and then we're at the like I said, also, dragons are not slaves, they're animals. Yeah. Like things happen with that. So so, wow, what a, what a season. What a season, huh?
1: Uh, do we want to do our rankings now?
0: I think that's about time. So, folks, we're going to do our top ten. Did you write those down the new ones? I'll, I'll improvise on okay. okay. So, our top ten episodes of the season. Yep. Of, the, of the House of the Dragons season one. I am a little sad it's going to be 2024 for season two, but it'll be worth it. Because we're, we're moving past all of Westeros. Shit's gonna get wild. Okay, so I'm gonna start with mine. Okay. I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give uh, bottom to top. Okay. Least favorite to most favorite. Okay. At the bottom for me is the Rogue Prince episode two. Okay. Still a good episode. Still a good episode. Not quite the banger ending of episode one.
1: Okay. Still a good episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one afterwards is Second of His Name, which is episode three. The mm-hmm. the big tournament. Uh, yeah. the hunting one. Yeah. I think that one had some very good moments to it, but like really fun battles and moments and I was like, okay, this is great. But um the one above that is Heirs of the Dragon, the first episode. Okay. And I think that parch a lot of this is personally that episode one was the one that showed me,
1: Oh, this show's gonna be good. <laughs> like, so we're at uh, that's number
0: seven. Right? That's sorry, yeah, number I'll, yeah. Number, number seven th- is Airs of the Dragon for yeah. me. Number six is We Light the Way, which is episode five.
1: Okay.
0: Because I think that one had some mo- had some good moments, but it kind of, like... I was like, okay, like, it's still a younger episode. Compared to episode yeah. four, I'm like, it's not as much stuff is going on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, things are slowing down a bit. Uh, the next one, number five, is King of the Narrow Sea, which is episode mm-hmm. four, which is the the fun one where Rhaenyra is, you know, she almost bangs Damon, and then she ends up banging Kristen Cole and there's like...
1: Yeah.
0: For me, that was the very like, oh my god, there's so much intrigue going on here. Yeah. And I love, like, one of my favorite endings of the whole season is when she gets the tea at the end. It's like, ooh, yeah. like, despite Viserys not admitting it, I think he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something happened there. So that is my episode five. So, uh, ep- number four for me is The Princess and the Queen. Okay. Episode six. This one is like, Oh boy, we're in time jump now mode. Yeah. Yes. Stakes are getting higher. Things are getting more interesting. We're reintroducing all these characters. And I'm like, ooh, Allison and Rainier's relationship. Ooh, dang. Yeah. Episode number yeah, sorry, that was five. Did I write the same thing twice? No, okay. Three, yeah. Number four is Driftmark. Yeah. Episode seven. I think Driftmark for me is so high because I fucking love Vagar, Yeah. (laughs) And I love, like, the... You know, they... Aemon claiming Vagar and flying him around and having the kid fight and all this political stuff happening. And I'm like, man, this is good stuff going on here. Yeah. So then that's number four. Number three for me is The Green Council, episode nine. Yeah. So... The, out of the three we watched today this is my least favorite but I still really like it Yeah. I think the reason it comes out a little bit more for me is because I'm like man I really wish they they really you know pushed that tension of yeah. people who knows who knows Viserys is dead who knows he isn't like all the like yeah it, it did some of that but I was like mm-hmm. man just a little more a little less Aegon fetch quest <laughs> yeah a little more of that would be mwah, perfect like it would have been number one if it had that yeah Uh, Number two is the Black Queen, Mm -hmm. episode 10. Which, great fucking episode. Love the ending fight, the dragon fighting. Love, um, I prefer, you know, I prefer Rhaenyra over Alicent. So having a Rhaenyra-focused episode, sick, awesome, love Mm it. I love all of the things about setting up for season two. The Starks, Winterfell, the North, all that stuff. Awesome. And... That means episode one or number one, my favorite episode of the whole season, "The Lord of the Tides," which is episode eight. Yeah, for me that is my favorite, mostly because of Viserys. I gotcha. because episode. This is my number one, "Lord of the Tides," because Viserys alone, Patty Constein's performance of Viserys in this last episode, is amazing. I really hope he gets like an Emmy for this role. Like he is. F- he is great as Viserys in this whole season, but just, like, it contains my favorite scene of the whole show, which is Viserys getting on the throne one last time, it is my favorite scene of the show, so far. Like, the... So much, like, uh, pathos is what I'm looking for. It's, like, the pathos of him just trying to get on that throne one last time to help his daughter out, I'm like, this is fucking excellent television. Yeah. Like... It never, the rest of the episode 9 and 10 had their peaks as well, but it never, like, for me, I'm like, bang, that is the height of the season for me. Okay. So that's my top 10. What about yours? At number 10, mm-hmm. I've got episode 2. Okay, so the Rogue Prince. So we're both agreed on that one.
1: Yeah, that one, okay. that one, uh, I don't know, it, it just kind of rolled off on me. Yeah. Uh, it's there, but, it's, yeah, it didn't yeah, really it, Like, it wasn't bad, but, okay, then number 9, Uh huh. episode 4.
0: Okay, so King of the Narrow Sea was your ne- was your next stop.
1: Yeah, and that's mostly
0: because of the
1: fucking lighting is so bad. And it doesn't ever get that bad in any of the other episodes.
0: But oh, like in the brothel area. Yeah, and that's yeah.
1: so much of the episode. Yeah. It just, I, I couldn't, like, I like what was happening, but like, that yeah, was a detractor. That was a big
0: annoyance.
1: Number
0: seven? Yep. First episode. First, same same here Heirs it, of the Dragon yeah, it, I that, think it was a great it was oh, good
1: but yeah. not much happened it, not it, it, too it, much. it feels slight in comparison
0: like I feel like it more just set the tone again it's like hey we're doing this now yeah the, interesting um, little side note George R. R. Martin originally wa- do you know how far back he wanted the show to start with how far back he wanted to start before during King J. Harris was alive oh. that flashback we see in the beginning yeah. that was going to be like happening in real time with uh, Viserys I'm uh, sorry Jaehaerys' two sons and it would be called The Heir and the Spare and over the course of that episode Both is gonna die oh which then leads to vis- the Great Council and everything
1: that would have been an interesting episode yeah. and I'm
0: like that would have been cool but also like I feel like I'm nearly at my limit with time jumps in this show <laughs> yeah. like I don't want any more like i would be fine yeah uh, so then yeah. so what's episode uh, what's number six for you uh, episode five. Same. We liked the way. Yeah. The last flashback one, or the last. It was good. One. This is un- This
1: one. is where it gets unequivocally good episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. I really liked uh, seeing Kristen Cole turn that guy's head into mush, even if it was homophobia. <laughs> uh, but
0: um, despite the homophobia, I'm allowed to like that. So yeah. Great. All right. So what is your? I think we're on what episode five, number five. That would be episode eight. That would be, uh. Really? Of the tides. Yeah. Oh my god, you put that halfway through? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, okay. I mean, I liked it.
1: His face is weird. I don't like looking at his face. I won't tell you which one I'm talking about <laughs> of the two I could mean there.
0: Barrett. How. Larry Strong is in every episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, Why is that? I don't think least? he's even in
0: Lord of the I don't god, think yes. he shows up once in that.
1: Uh, but I don't know. in face is weird. Uh, and uh, it's a good episode. Again, these are all the unequivocally good episodes. I really like uh, I like the throne scene as well. Uh, you just don't
0: think the rest of the episode is like as crazy as the other ones that are coming up? Yeah, uh, it's not detraction; it's addition. Okay. But uh, all right, so uh, what's your number four? Episode three. Episode 3, second of his name, okay. Yeah,
1: that's mostly on the power of the crab feeder fight at
0: the end. It is a fun That fight. thing's fucking crazy! Love me some crab feeder. Yeah. Dang, alright. What is your, we're we on 3? Uh, I think I'm on 4 at this point. Okay.
1: Uh, and that would be episode 9. That would be the Green Ooh. Council.
0: Yeah, the Green Council, okay. I dug it. I liked it. It was cool. Got some greens going on. Yeah, alright. let do so team green. Yeah, team green. No! <laughs> no! It was cool! I, can't, I will not... I love the green it. council. Uh, but yeah. Lord Beesbury is turning in his bees grave. <laughs> uh, Lord Beesbury wasn't buried for this. <laughs> he I was, was bees be- for this. He was bees for this. Alright, what uh, else you got? Coming up. Number three is episode ten. That number would be three. the black queen. Black queen. All right.
1: Yeah, God, and that is mostly on. Like, I mean, it's great. It's great overall, but the what brings it up to three is mostly on the power of Emma Darcy's performance in that final shot. It's,
0: it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Uh, then, number two. Uh huh. Episode six.
0: Episode six. The princess and the queen.
1: Yes. Uh, love that uh, reintroduction, huh? That, yeah, it's great. It's a big jump in quality. I love the fight. The, I love the sparring scene. I love the, uh, I love the, the wonder of them walking to the, uh, walking up to the queen's chamber right after, uh, Rhaenyra's given birth. Uh-huh. Great episode. Renira is, I'm realizing as I discuss this, Renira might be my favorite character, but yeah. I think she's really up there for me, at least. Yeah, uh, then... Uh, she's a girl boss, and the girl bosses.
0: but uh, Girl queen, get it right! <laughs> she's literally a queen! What is a queen but a boss to the a boss? The bossiest, the strongest <laughs> of bosses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then... I'm, I know what your number one is. What's your number one? Episode 7, Driftmark. Driftmark. And
1: that is because I do maintain, as I said last episode... That the scene about cutting the eye is mm-hmm. so amazing. It's the best scene. And it's got three killer performances going on between uh, between Emma Darcy's performance, Olivia Cook's performance. And I think this is Patty Considine's top, per- top scene for performance-wise. Uh, mm-hmm. I think just he goes fucking ham on his speech here.
0: Because uh, he's the he's the only one in the room yeah. who's like no!
1: Yeah. It's so good. Uh, yeah. So that's my top 10.
0: Alright. Driftmark number one. Yeah, Go Driftmark. Go, go Driftmark. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, I think just that uh, season two is going to take a while. But I think it's going to be worth it. I think we're going to have some crazy crazy things going on. Yeah,
1: everyone. and I don't don't look it up. <laughs> in the meantime, just you know, kick back, relax and make yourself a Negroni spagliato with a bit of Prosecco in it. I knew
0: you were going to bring that up at some
1: point. Of course, I have to bring it up. It's related to this and it's taken the lesbian culture by storm. <laughs> Sapphics are going crazy. <laughs> I had Prosecco the other day. I didn't have a Negroni Spagliato, but I did have the Prosecco the other day in honor. Yeah. In honor.
0: <laughs> yeah. In honor of this. Of this uh, It was an interview scene. It was an if interview. you
1: Google either Olivia Cook or Emma Darcy right now, oh, it's, a, it's the a drink flinky. pop. So. Yeah.
0: Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. So All right, I'm so you... hyped for that show. What I am interested in bringing up is that uh, there are other shows that Mr. Martin apparently is working on. Oh, Oh, Jon Snow! Okay, the Jon Snow show. The only one I think sounds terrible is the Jon Snow show.
1: Okay, but let me pitch this. Okay. Jon Snow's trying to get those unruly wildlings. Uh, He's trying to to help them build a culture, but they're still too fond of murder. So, but he's gonna curb it out of them. So, every week, we see a wildling played by a celebrity guest kill someone. And then it's about Jon Snow in his trench coat with his big cigar tr-
0: nipping away at them till he solves the case and catches them. <laughs> Listen, Rattleshirt, I'm gonna let you go. But there's just one thing. One more, more thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. One more <laughs> thing I gotta mention.
1: It's like it got just... the, the, paw, the the he's got it
0: the heel of his hand yeah. at his just one more yeah. thing before I let you go, rattle shit. I don't think that's Skulls of a Giant.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: just saying. So I think... What I think is interesting is I think House of the Dragon is probably going to be the only... You know, maybe I'm wrong. I know they're also working on a Dunkin' Egg show, perhaps. And I think the issue with that is it's not even close to being done. Yeah. It's like... It'd be like if they adapted... If they once started Game of Thrones when, like, A Clash of Kings came out. Like, it's not enough there. Like, I'd be really worried about um, the quality of that show. I I, I am thinking that, like, this, because of the nature of the Fire and Blood history book, the fictional history book and whatever, it seems like this is the perfect source material to adapt for this kind of thing. Because it's done. (laughs) Which is a crazy thing. Yeah. So, we'll see... We'll see y'all next time with, I think, uh, what are you, I'm thinking the next one will be Godzilla 2000. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll do Godzilla the Millennium Edition. Woo! Catch <laughs> you then.